the Robert M. Kerr Food and Agricultural Product Center supports the growth of value-added products in Oklahoma. On this episode of The Food Files, we have with us Darren Scott, who is going to speak with us about alternative milks. Milk alternatives kind of fall into a few broad categories. There are milk alternatives or dairy alternatives that are still sort of animal-based. So, you know, when we talk about milk, typically we're talking about cow's milk. And so there are alternative to cow's milk, such as goat's milk or sheep's milk. We also talk about things like maybe it's cow's milk, but it's been modified in some way. So, for example, there's uh, milk that is lactose-free. So for people who are lactose intolerant, there's acidophilus milk. They can consume this milk that's lactose free and not have any issues. And then of course we have the milk alternatives that are not animal based at all. So those are the the plant-based milk alternatives. So those would be things like soy milk or maybe coconut milk, those sorts of things. And you know, I think that there are a few sort of big reasons why people might choose to consume these alternative milks. One might be, for example, health. You know, often the milk uh, alternatives that are plant-based, they don't have cholesterol. So, for example, if I'm on a low-cholesterol diet, I might choose to consume a plant milk or plant-based milk. If I am lactose intolerant, all right, I might go after one of the milks that's lactose-free. So if you have a recipe that calls for um, milk or cow's milk, you know, it might not necessarily be able to replace it one for one with a milk alternative. So for example, if it calls for a cup of whole milk, you might not necessarily be able to go out and take a cup of soy milk and replace it one to one. You know, there are differences there in the different types of milk that unless a uh, recipe is uh, developed for a particular kind of milk, you take into account, all right, well, I know that this uh, soy milk has maybe not as much protein or at least a different kind of protein than cow's milk. It might behave differently if the recipe was actually designed or made for cow's milk. And I do think that the market is large enough to support both, you know, sort of conventional milks and milk alternatives. Um, That's, and I go back to as a child, you know, lots of different foods that we have now, I would have loved to have had an opportunity to have some of those back then. And I think that there's, again, the market is large enough to support both uh, categories of milk, just because people are always enjoying or looking for new things to try. People are always going to have uh, different Um, what requirements in their lifestyles when they're looking for different foods so again whether or not that's you know well I need to be on a um, low cholesterol diet so I need to find products that fit into that or whether or not um, maybe I have a lactose intolerance or um, if I don't have a lactose intolerance and I really enjoy just regular old cow's milk. You know, I really believe that the market is large enough to support both of those categories and you know there's really no need uh, for uh, anyone to fear that one is somehow going to sort of take away the market from the other. The mission of FAPC is to discover, develop, and deliver value to the food and agricultural industry For more information about FAPC and how it helps businesses, visit food.okstate.edu.